0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote.
0: Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6,000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
1: You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill.
0: Andrew McCart, IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I'm here in Sheffield, ahead head of Kell Brook versus Mark DeLuca. With me I've got Darren Barker.
1: Hello, mate. It's
0: been a few months now, Dan. How
1: uh, are you? Yeah, very well. Good to be back um, doing these shows again. I miss boxing.
0: And I, I do. I, see, as a, from knowing you, the last, I think the last time I spoke to you, the last two interviews I've done with you, you've just... Emphasized your passion for the game, yeah. your passion for the sport. I mean the last two interviews you did you said no one loves the sport more than me. Right. And I actually feel that when I talk to you off camera and yeah. on camera about the sport, so let's just jump straight into the deep end, the nitty-gritty, Kel Brook, versus Mark DeLuca. First fight for twenty twenty here in the UK a match I'm show. Sure. Break it down for me.
1: Well look it's um I know a lot of people have been frustrated at um, the choice of opponent for kill. Seems like and a lot of people have um, Sort of broken down Kell's career and said there's been an awful lot of warm-up fights. Mm. Um, and look, Kell's better than De Luca, no doubt about it. But he's been out of the ring 14 months for whatever reason. And it's for me, De Luca is he's an intelligent man. He's tough. He's durable. He can fight. He's aggressive. But for me, Kel Brooks is leagues above Luca. If you look at where they've campaigned and what they've achieved, you've got to say Kel Brooks is levels above him. So, taking that into account, regardless of the fact that he's had 14 months out, I think everyone, including myself, including Kel, most importantly, will expect a, a very good win. You know, I don't think winning's enough. You can't have another Zarafa. Uh, performance's got to be a, a clinical spiteful performance I think to then start screaming and shouting about the big names out there um, i don 't think many would disagree with me I think it's about looking good um, and he needs to, he's got he needs to look good um, because what you don't want to see is a sort of a flat performance and then that might warrant there being another warm-up, and no one, no one's interested in that. We want to see Kel under the bright lights, in a stadium or an arena in the states somewhere, or you know Bramall Lane again, or mm-hmm. you know just somewhere fighting one of the big names out there, hopefully for a world title and, and winning one again. In the press conference, Kel was talking about
0: how he's found the big man and he's
1: spiritual and stuff like he said that in my interview did he say that in your interview did he seem different to yeah. you when you spoke to him this time around well I see him last week I went to the Winkerbag gym um, I did an interview with Kel and a couple of the Sheffield United players and there was just an aura about him when I walked in it was like one obviously I'm, I'm in his his house if mm-hmm. you like his gym and he was just he was just buzzing he weren't training but he was he was kind of happy just to be showing me around and welcoming me into the gym but there was this Air of confidence surrounding him, where he's just—he seems at peace mm-hmm. with with life outside of boxing. He's talking about taking his kids to school, etc., loving his family life. But I think he's in love with boxing again, and I, I don't think there is any pressure whatsoever. I think I think he's just looking forward to going out there and doing what he does best and and and, and win it. Like I just think sometimes people get it. Early in their life, where it all fits together, yeah. you know, it's like almost like a Rubik's cube to get finished. You know, oh, that's my life. That's I, I'm happy. I'm content. I'm present. I'm, I'm aware of my my state of happiness. And sometimes it takes people longer to find. Like, to be honest, i I'm, I'll be married two years in March, three kids, and I and I'm there now. You know, I'm I'm in that happy place. Uh, boxing was a chore for me uh, in the end. I was obsessed with trying to achieve my greatest goal, my ultimate goal, winning a world title, dedicating it to my brother, but it become an obsession. Mm-hmm. And it went to boxing finished. though I love the sport, that I've got married, I've got my three kids, that I've completed that Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Right now, I'm content with life. And Kel seems like, to me, that he's completed his. He's completed his jigsaw. he's an analogy.
0: No, yeah, you
1: know, know. He's, he's just, He's he's completed his puzzle, and now it's sort of almost like you can everything else now is a bonus. But he's he's hungry still, uh, and that's why I'm impressed with him. You know, uh, and I like this attitude. But. I have to play devil's advocate and we've seen it and we've heard it all before, haven't we? Mm-hmm. It's the best camp I've ever had. It's the bestest I've ever Appreciate had. Me. You know, it, it, We hear it all the time. And obviously at a press conference, you want to put the fear into your opponent. So Saturday night, we will see if Kel is in that happy place. Well, look, that's wrong. He, he could be in that happy place, but when we, we will find out Saturday, if he is the best he's, he's ever been in camp, like he says is. we'll find out.
0: Obviously, Eddie's a smart man. We know the way he works and does things. This is for the WBO Intercontinental title at 154. Liam Smith is ranked number two in the WBO, I believe, at 154. Now, Eddie told me in my interview with him that he would like to make Liam Smith versus Kelbrook as a final eliminator for Textera.
1: Is that a fight you would like to see? 100%. 100%, yeah, straight away. But uh, I'm, a, as you know, as you touched on at the start, there's <laughs> a big fan of boxing. But domestically, I, I'm a massive fan. I think we've got some of the best talent in the world. Uh, and in those two fighters, Kel and Liam, we've got two fantastic fighters. Probably, you know, Kel certainly on the other side of his career. Liam, perhaps too, um, but nonetheless, two two potential world beaters on their day. Um, uh, and it's a fight I'd love to see. It, it, you know, it's a it's a fantastic fight. It's I mean that that fight really is worthy of some title, uh, let alone an eliminator. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm I'm all for that. You can't beat an old British dust up, can nah, you? No, exactly. Uh, it just divides opinion throughout the country. Uh, we've seen how passionate our fans are. Whether you're from Liverpool, London, Sheffield. They all get Scotland. Scotland sorry, <laughs> just, I'll just yeah, I'll just do London for me and Sheffield and Liverpool yeah, yeah. for the fight. Scotland, you know, we we seem to attract numbers and um, followers. Yeah. And yeah, I look, we've seen it now. I don't, I don't think Bar. I'm trying to think off the top of my head, you know, Canelo on Sink of the Mar. There's not many mm. fighters out there that can sort of Warren, crowd, yeah. a stadium show but mm. we've seen it with Kel at Bramwell Lane um, great attendance there and I think it's just it. boxing here is a night out now and I think that fight attracts a big crowd
0: totally agree with you the other two headline fights on this card is obviously Terry Harper against Eva Volstrom yep. I mean Eddie's come out and said that Terry's his favourite fighter almost now the way she conducts herself the way she and someone
1: part d- of uh, team Canelo as well exactly, uh, exactly
0: I mean that's amazing in itself so Terry Evil Wallstrom I mean tough experience might play a part in this fight but tough fight uh, before, yeah well, it's
1: it? youth versus experience exactly what you're saying there Um I've actually analysed this a little bit done done with prep for this show and um, that's your job yeah exactly <laughs> um, it as the the makings of a of a, of a good fight Um Wallstrom. I don't know if many have seen her. She's not the biggest puncher in the world. But physically quite strong. And she's very aggressive on the front foot. Likes to force the pace of the, the action. Get on the front foot and push her opponents back. Well, Terry, though she has that inexperience, she has youth on her side. And she's beaming uh, with confidence at the minute. And um, I, I, I favour her in this. I do favour her to... It wouldn't be a shock as such but i favor her to sort of uh, upset the cart a little bit and, and take the title home i just think she'll try and get them long levers off as walsham comes forward like i say on the front foot and try and uh, try and get her to walk onto one um but it's regardless terry whether she wins or loses this fight she will learn so much getting in there with a 39 year old veteran of so many world title fights a real uh flag bearer for the women's game I guess you could say Wallstrom you know she will learn bundles from this fight I'll be f- keep my fingers and toes crossed for this one I think she can do it but um, she sold bundles of tickets as well but it's a fight I'm looking forward to but I will say the fight that I am most looking forward to is Kid Galahad um, Marrero um, nice did, transition didn't didn't know Marrero if I'm deadly honest mm. I, I didn't I'd never really heard of him um, and again Doing my job, I had to do a bit of prep, and uh, <laughs> very impressed with him. Very impressed with him. You know, though he's been beat, I think three times. He has been knocked out, he's been stopped, but that's boxing. Can happen.
0: Oh, at world level.
1: Yeah, at world level. He's a slick, aggressive southpaw, tough, rugged, can punch. There's a. He, he has a little bit of everything. And for me, when I look at this show, he's. He's. That's the potential banana skin for our guys. Mm. I think. Uh, Yeah, very impressed with Morello, but for me, Kid Galahad, seasoned pro, good fighter, top lad. You speak to everyone in in that Winkerbank gym and they just say he trains like a lunatic. You know, extremely confident in his own ability, which he needs to be. Um, Personally, though, he didn't do an awful lot in the fight against and I do think he'd done enough to to, to nick it, Um, but I haven't watched it back, I must confess, so... You know, um, I can understand a few people would say otherwise, but yeah, for me, he's got to be so switched on for this fight. He has to take each round as it comes. Don't over, certainly don't overlook morero uh, and I wouldn't even get carried away with thinking about stoppages and this and that. So each round as it comes, box to a disciplined game plan and get the job done because morero is a very very dangerous challenger. Okay. But I say challenger, yeah, contender. Yeah,
0: contender. Yeah, You're definitely start the season here in the UK, obviously this first big show of the year, here, but obviously there's another show, massive show happening in two weeks time out in Vegas, Tyson Fury versus yeah. Wilder. I think I've got your opinion on this, maybe in Monaco or... You know, I can't believe there, you was, ain't said that you're going. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going anyway, I, <laughs> I right. was going anyway because four, we booked this a year ago, right. 14 of my mates for my mate's birthday, and it just so happened that landed, Wilder Fury landed on Twenty-second of February, while we were there that weekend. We were there, we were there from the Wednesday till the Tuesday. Nice. So I was there anyway.
1: So oh, yeah, I, I get ya. I get ya. Yeah. You. So, you don't need anyone to carry your bags or anything, do? You,
0: you need somebody to carry your bags, I him. Because I know Chris Lloyd. He's uh, he's your.
1: Well, he is. He is. But I mean, when it, I won't be travelling to Vegas unless there is an opportunity to work over there. So if you <laughs> need someone to carry a tripod, I'm your man.
0: Well, yes, I might just do that. But All you right. Need to shoot okay. the coogan. Right. Right. Well, the fury then. If you, if, yeah. If, well, hopefully, uh, first of all, hopefully you can come to Vegas to carry my tripod. But give me your thoughts
1: on that fight. Um, I think very similar to the first fight. It's going to be one of those that it'll be a fight that will whiz by um, because you know at any point Wilder could win the fight. But I think out of the two fighters, I think Fury can make more adjustments. Mm. Uh, I think he can be a little bit more disciplined in his defence and his and his attack. And I just think he wins this fight quite clear on points. I think Wilder will have moments where you just sort of mm. oh, get out of the way, Don't, you know, keep your hands up. But I just think he will be more disciplined. He he won't let what happened in the first fight happen again. Uh, and and I think not taking anything away from Wilder. I think it was due to you know switching off for a split second. You know, that's of concentration, and that can happen. You know. In top-level sport, it's, it's about fractions. Whether it's boxing, hundred-meter sprint, every, anything, it's about the, the, the fine line between winning and losing in boxing. is mm. That it, yeah. it's it's so. And we've it, seen
0: that with you, with your fight against gilda up body yeah, shot. the fine line of you getting yeah, up in that split second. You know, not getting up.
1: you've got to have every component to mm. go all the way, and uh, regardless of your level. Like I say, the winning, the difference between winning and losing is so small. It's, you know, we're talking fractions and. Um, yeah, like I say, a, a lack concentration can, can be the difference. I think now Fury will be so switched on throughout, from start to finish, and I just think that he he can make those adjustments. Whereas Wilder, we we know what he's all about, and I don't think there's too much he can do to change. Um, but I think it's going to be a great fight, very exciting. But I fancy Fury on points.
0: The heavyweight division is obviously nowadays is is up there now. It's one of the top divisions, really, in terms of competitive fights, whether they're getting maimed or not, but there's competitive fights out there. I mean, White versus Buffetkin, White versus yeah. Andy Ruiz Jr., Joshua Pulev, Usyk Chisora, Usyk Joshua, Joshua the winner against Tyson Fury and Wilder. I mean, that a lot of fights, I've, possible fights I've just rammed at you there, but which possible fight Which fight do you want to see by the end of this year in this heavyweight well,
1: look Well, I guess it's the the triangle that we've been speaking about for a long time, I mean, that was a broader sort of uh, circle of fighters there, but <laughs> for me it's the, the trilogy from the, the Fury and Wilder and throw Joshua into the mix. So I just think it's a combination of them. We've been speaking about, because you know, Fury went missing for a while, for, for obvious reasons that we all know about, it come back amazingly well and, and shook the world almost. It robbed, it was taken away from him, but I think, Him fighting Fury is absolutely massive. Joshua versus Wilder is absolutely massive. We know how big Fury Wilder is again. It's just, for me, those three there are are the ones. But then, just creeping behind the, the new player in the heavyweight division, Usyk. I think he's a major, major player moving forward. I just, you know out in monte carlo see how his frame how he's grown already into the weight he looked like a heavyweight yeah he really did so you know big and uh by all accounts from what i'm hearing in the camp he hasn't lost any speed or anything which is, is crucial i think um so i'm just d- what's so refreshing and nice is that we're talking about the heavyweight division you know we've i mean this has been going on for what three four years yeah. you know it's been kind of i guess the marquee division it always has been the marquee division in in world boxing other than some knolls that we've had obviously when Ali retired Larry Holmes come along and he got completely dismissed because everyone was a downer because Ali had retired Same thing happened with Mike Tyson, and then when Lennox Lewis retired, Klitschko come in, and you know, it wasn't the most exciting heavyweight. So, though it goes up and down, it is the the big money spinning division bar Mayweather, whatever division he's in. It's the main division in boxing, and it's nice to be talking about the heavyweight division with such a good pool of fighters in it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, any of those fights being made excite me, but, First and foremost, we've got uh, next, well next month. I can't believe it, February is incredible. Already, yeah. Uh, yeah, the twenty-second to, to look forward to, and I, and I can't wait. It will definitely, if I'm not holding your tripod, <laughs> I'll, I'll be watching it somewhere.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can, I can squeeze not into my tri- tripod. Not a problem at Is there like? I mean, obviously, you, you're passionate about boxing and stuff like that. And there's all there's huge fights out there in the boxing yeah. world, going to be mainly like expense, profit, and whatnot. But is there any fight out there that you personally want to see? outside
1: the head weights or anything like that is there anything- yeah, look, I think you touched on it there two of yeah. the greatest fighters out there in a minute uh, Spencer Crawford for me is a tremendous fight uh, I'm a big fan of, of of Lomachenko also I'm I'm so uh, impressed with what he's done in the amateurs and as a pro already I don't know if a fight with Javante Davis is, is a possibility you know with the weights etc I don't know um, I, I think we're in a in a great era of boxing, I mean even domestically, Boatsy, I've just seen him, I've been down at the IS in Sheffield, and um, honestly, he's got one of the most pleasing styles on the eye for me, he's so balanced when you when you break it down and dissect his style, it's just, it's hard to say flawless, but just... It's just class, and I'd love to see him in there, the luxury yard, etc. Like I'm a big fan of the domestic fights, also, you know, and big, big. I'm a big supporter of Mike Ward. I've known him since he was a kid at Wrexham, yeah, yeah. and you know, I hope he can get past uh, his opponent on Saturday and move on to a big fight. I think there could be potential talks of Alvarado, WBA champ, in the summer. I, like nothing more would please me than see Mike Ward win a world title. It would, honestly, I'd be over the moon for him, but. Boxing is so. We've got so many great fighters out there at the minute. It's so hard to 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 single out one one it's, fight. It's, I'm just sort I, I suppose
0: of. you can. The politics plays a part as well. That we're going to see these fighters facing fight each other and yeah. the amount of fighters that are out there. You're thinking, oh. yeah. and you're just missing Martin Ward there fighting Alvarado, but. You know, it's all these sort of like obstacles you have to jump through. It's not easy. Cool cool.
1: like... But that's been, that's been boxing since day one. You know, first you're dealing with a mob, and now you're dealing with different promoters, etc. That I mean, you could put them in the bracket of the mob. <laughs> you know, they, they run the show, and you're always jumping over hurdles and etc. Got bypass things and this and that. But um, I think one of the positives of social media is the pressure it puts on promoters and, and broadcasters that. Nine times out of ten, you find that the public gets what it wants, you know, these these fantasy fights are starting to happen more yeah. frequently than they used to, you know, there was a time when fights weren't happening, but I feel like the pressure of the public are making these fights happen, so I think, you know, there's there's a great list of fights that we want and, and, and fingers crossed, this year we'll, we'll get a few of them. Definitely, fingers crossed. Well, I've nearly had 20 minutes of your time there, Dan. But I'm boring. I, right. no, I no, apologise. No, <laughs>
0: it's the passion you have for the sport and your knowledge. I can sit here and listen to you. I can sit here and talk to so I'm good, I'm good. Should we just go grab a beer and
1: just leave this guy here? Let's do it. Let's do Let's it. Joe and me, I don't. Um, you know, I asked you off air there. Yeah. Do you really want to interview me? Who cares? You know, there's a lot of people that try and stay relevant. I, I don't try and do that. I, like it's the passion for the sport, and I, and I get a little bit embarrassed sometimes. Like, Do people actually care what I have to say? You know, but I guess with anyone, we all have an opinion, and whether it's Joe blogs in the street, I will sit down in a pub and I will listen to what they have to say. And, and I guess this is no different. This is a, a group of people potentially yeah, sat we're, we're all boxing fans yeah, you know, we've
0: all got an opinion and, and boxing's that's objective play. isn't it everyone's yeah. got an opinion everyone thinks we're that scoring
1: there's that, that. Yeah. And look, I, pound for pound we have some wallies out there as there are in all, in all walks of life but I think we're, we are head and shoulders above any other sport when it comes to fans and uh, spectators and passion um, without getting silly with it you yeah. know you know, football, I'm a football fan but that passion can over spill into nastiness uh, which we do get in boxing but I think there's less of it I think the core of boxing fans are good people and yeah I hope you've enjoyed it and I ain't bored the life out of you I'm sure we have
0: I'm <laughs> sure we have catch Thank <laughs> up
1: thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global